You're listening to Entrepreneurial Outlaws, a podcast for creatives, introverts, empaths, and spiritual folks. Each week, we'll sit down and have the honest, transparent, and sometimes messy conversations about what it takes to build a grow a successful and fulfilling soul-aligned business on your own terms. Here at Entrepreneurial Outlaws, we advocate for building a business that serves your lifestyle, inspiring you to rewrite the usual business rules and take action through creativity and self-inquiry. We'll encourage and gently challenge you to dig deeper into what makes you and your business unique. And I'm your host, Melanie Knights, a multi-passionate entrepreneur, self-published author, mentor, and storyteller. I'm here to help you unpack the bro marketing strategies and entrepreneurial myths that lead us to overthink our business decisions, because overthinking is a feminist issue. Together, we are paving the way for a new normal in online business. So, are you ready to break the rules and become an entrepreneurial outlaw? Let's do this. You're listening to Entrepreneurial Outlaws, a podcast for creatives, introverts, empaths, and spiritual folks who want to grow a sustainable and impactful business on their own terms. We're here to meet you at the intersection of strategy, spirituality, and self-inquiry so that we can create our own versions of success and grow businesses that serve our personal goals and creativity just as much as it serves our audiences. Together, we are paving the way for a new normal in online business, one that allows you to lean into what makes you and your business unique. And I'm your host, Melanie Knights, storyteller and outlaw mentor with a nose for the bullshit. I'm here to help you unpack the bro marketing strategies and entrepreneurial myths that lead us to overthink our business decisions because overthinking is a feminist issue. The antidote, your intuition. So get ready as each week we have the messy, honest and transparent conversations about entrepreneurship, the kind that's missing from the highlight reels of our social media feeds. We're uncovering the real stories behind what it takes to run a sustainable online business on your own terms, the highs, the lows, and everything in between. Ready to break the rules and become an entrepreneurial outlaw? Let's do this. Hey, beautiful outlaws. Welcome to episode number 55. I am so excited to sit down and chat with you today. We're going to have a really, really fun um, and also kind of slow, calm, really, really nurturing and nourishing episode today. And you can probably tell that by the episode title. So I've talked about this a bit on social media, but when I was planning and creating the my recent book, Planning by the Moon, I originally had habit trackers inside of this planner and I had removed them at some point and I forgot to put them back in. So when I got my proof copy, when I received my proof copy, I was flipping through the pages and I was like, oh crap, like I forgot to put the habit trackers in. And I decided not to make that edit straight away. I wanted to sit with it. I thought that perhaps there was a reason why I had forgotten to put these trackers back in. Maybe I didn't really want them in there. Maybe it wasn't quite the right thing to share with you. 
inside of Planning by the Moon. So I reached out to a couple of friends who were helping me make edits and helping me kind of go through that process. And one of my friends said to me, I don't really see habit trackers as part of your work, right? That's not really how I see your work because habit trackers can feel really, they can, they can bring a lot of obligation and it can feel as though we are, if we're struggling to meet that goal or to, you know, really embed that habit, we can start to feel like we're not doing enough, that we are failing. It can bring a lot of shame and self-doubt and a lot of kind of feeling of unworthiness and not good enough. And I definitely know what she means because when I was using the original, um, the original planner I created, I kept tracking habits and the moment I shifted from tracking habits that weren't embedded, right, which is kind of the point of a habit tracker, to shifting to something that I was already doing and loved, it was so much easier to track. Of course, that's logic. But the thing that we realized in this process is that a habit tracker, we don't need more pressure, right? A habit tracker can offer more pressure and it can really go against what I wanted to give you and offer you through planning by the moon. And so my friend suggested a nurture tracker. And the moment she said it, I was like, I love that word. Let's sit with this and think about what it would look like or feel like. So I put together a nurture tracker. I tested out for a few days and just straight away, it was transformative. And I'm going to share with you why because I didn't know off offhand straight away. I didn't know whether or I wasn't sure whether or not I knew what it was like to feel nurtured. I wasn't sure exactly which things nurtured me. And I started to really be curious, like, what does this look like for me? If I'm self-nurturing, where does that come from? How do I do that? Is it the same as my creativity and my hobbies? Are there other things? And so I really started to journal and unpack and bring these things together and really start to understand what it means for me to be self-nurtured, right? And I think that's the really important part is that by nurturing myself, and taking the time for myself, I'm able to embark on these nourishing activities. So I looked up the definition as I was creating this, um, as I was creating those final edits for the planner, and I looked up the definition of nurture. So nurture as a verb means to care for and protect someone or something while they are growing. And as soon as I read that, I was just like, absolutely, that's exactly what I want in my own life and my own business. It's what I want for each of you. I want you to feel nurtured. I want you to feel cared and protected for whilst you're growing, right? Whilst you are growing your business, whilst you are growing, you're doing self-growth and self-development and working through feelings around online business, feelings around money, all these different mindset shifts that we can experience in any given week as entrepreneurs, 
we need to feel cared for and protected as we do that work. Because you know, just as much as I do, that being an entrepreneur, it requires a lot of mental and emotional energy. If you are coaching or offering your services to other people, that requires a huge amount of mental and emotional energy. When you're posting on social media, when you're engaging on social media, when you're creating content, all of these things require emotional and mental energy. And not only that, we also have lives outside of our businesses that we want to live and and experience. And that can require emotional and mental energy. And all of these things together can be really depleting. So this is why I, when I added back in this tracker, it is a nurture tracker. And it's a really simple way of checking in with yourself every day, right? With loving and compassionate curiosity. There's no shame. There's no guilt. There's no need to put pressure on yourself to force yourself to do something that you don't want to do. Because at the end of the day, we all want to feel nurtured. We want to feel like we are taken care of and protected. And if we can do that for ourselves, then all the more power. But sometimes we put ourselves at the bottom of the list. So this is a really loving way of checking in with yourself each day. And what I really love about this tracker is that over the course of a month or a a cycle, depending on what you're tracking, you can really see, hey, you know what? This entire month, I felt really nurtured. This month, I didn't feel so nurtured. Maybe there's highs and lows. And it asks you to look at what else is happening in your life because there's no right or wrong answer, right? There's no right or wrong answer. Things happen. External forces will mean that we can't always nurture ourselves. We don't always take the time to nurture ourselves, but it can become a habit, right? So it's it's like that pre-stage of the habit tracker. What we're doing is really being in this like self-audit mode and checking in with ourselves as we nurture and track that nurturing process. And it is a practice as well. So this tracker is inside of Planning by the Moon. And you can buy your own copy of Planning by the Moon right now. If you go to melanienights.com forward slash shop, you'll see Planning by the Moon at the very top of the shop page. And I've also decided that I'm going to take this tracker and I'm going to offer it with a few journal prompts as a freebie lead magnet. I don't know. I'm going to offer it as something for free, as a free piece of content, because I really want to encourage this practice, right? This is something that I want to encourage people to embark on. So that's going to be coming soon. And in today's episode, we're going to actually do some journaling. So you'll want to, if you can right now, grab your journal and a pen. If you can't do that right now, maybe listen to the episode and then come back, um, come back and practice some of these journal prompts. But today we're going to really look at nurturing and rest. And earlier this year, I was thinking a lot about creative rest. As a very passionate and creative person, 
it's really easy for me to have these really high highs and with my creativity and I can feel really buzzy and I'm inspired by everything and I want to do everything in that moment. But because of that, there can also be some times where I just want to hibernate, right? I just want to get a blanket and not talk to anybody. I don't want to do anything creative. And initially I found that really hard to manage. Then I started to just allow it to be what it is. And I noticed that when I give myself the opportunity to rest creatively every single week, sometimes every day, I have more creative energy in the long term. And so I started to look at this in terms of a cycle, right? Because I love cyclical planning and I love looking at the lunar cycle and the different cycles around us. And I started to think about creativity and creative rest as being a cycle as well. And so I created the creative rest cycle. And the creative rest cycle is a cyclical process of integrating regular cycles of rest into your work. It is an intentional decision to slow down and focus on rebuilding your creative energy. And there are five phases to this cycle. Awareness, intention, space, boundaries, and integration. So imagine your creativity is like a battery. It gets used up creating content, designing graphics, writing captions, sales copy, emails, working with clients, all the things, all the different hats that you wear, all the things that you do in your business, right? Your creative battery, you you are being creative. And when we spend too many hours doing strategic creative work, our battery starts to go flat. And so too many hours is, of course, subjective. It depends on your business, your business model, and what you do. But integrating creative rest cycles into your business can help you to make faster business decisions, to maintain your creativity within your business. You'll find that you can spend time outside of your business and that you can enjoy your hobbies whilst meeting deadlines. So phase one is awareness, right? So this is really about noticing when you are struggling creatively, right? So if you're finding it hard to create content or you're finding it hard to focus, there could be so many different reasons why this is happening, but whatever it is, the first stage is awareness, right? The first thing to do is become aware of it, not ignore it not try and kind of force yourself through it and ignoring what you need. The second phase is intention. This is, as it sounds, making the decision to intentionally back off the hustle and slow down in your business. Because often we don't slow down until it's too late and we're burnt out. Phase three is space, right? Creating the space in your schedule. Take a look at your upcoming projects, your deadlines, your schedule objectively, so that you can carve out time and space that you need to recharge. Phase four is boundaries. This will only work if you create and honor the boundaries you need to rest and recharge. You may need to create boundaries with yourself, with your business, with your clients, with your team, with your family, whoever and give yourself the time, right? Boundaries are a really important part of this work. And the final phase, phase five, is integration. 
Creative rest cycles are a practice. It may not feel easy to slow down to start with, so you may need to take your time, right? We can be really impatient with ourselves because society has told us that we should be able to do it all and we should be able to do it really well and look amazing whilst doing it and that we need to have it all. And, you know, I think we all have different opinions and thoughts about this, but at the end of the day, you don't have to have it all and you don't have to have it all right now. You can work towards having all that you want and all that you need, but you also need rest, right? You also need rest. So integrating regular creative rest cycles into your business will reduce the chances of creative burnout, right? I'm not going to sit here and say it's going to eliminate it, but you're going to find that there is less times when you feel overwhelmed by your creativity, by your creative work and tasks, and you'll be able to really lean into the work that rebuilds your battery or recharges your battery. So today I want to share with you some journal prompts for this season, this season being winter. Um, for some of us, it is the festive season, a season when we can be a lot busier or have lots of um, other activities that we want to participate in, lots of things to think about. This, this, you know, it, it happens. And I really love the festive season, but I also know as an adult, it can be really overwhelming. <laughs> and also if you're taking time off during the festive season or even during the winter season, you may feel some pressure to kind of catch up and get ahead before you take that time off. So I want to share with you some journal prompts that hopefully you can be guided by and you can lead yourself lead yourself into this winter season with and you can use them um, and you may not be able to answer all of them today. You may not feel like what you want to answer all of them today and that's absolutely okay because some of them are going to be a little bit sticky. You're going to be like, oh, that's really hard. I don't want to answer it. I often create journal prompts for my circles that I host. And I look at them and think, I don't want to answer that. Melanie, what were you thinking? <laughs> so trust me, I get it. Um, but I want to start with some journal prompts around this idea of being self-nurtured. Because one of the things that came up for me, as I said, is do I even know what it means to be self-nurtured? Do I know what it feels like when I'm being nurtured? And that's the first prompt that I've got for you. How does it feel when I am nurtured? There is no right or wrong answer, right? There's no right or wrong answer because it's absolutely okay if you're not sure. And maybe instead you want to explore what, what, what could it feel like, right? What could it feel like? when I am nurtured. The second prompt is, do I know what it is like to nurture myself? Do I know what it is like to nurture myself? Right? Which, which nourishing activities nurture me? And this can be as simple as a list. And maybe, again, maybe you're not sure that's okay. But maybe now is the time to try it out. Maybe now is the time to embrace this and consider what these nourishing activities could be. Maybe it's things you already do and you just haven't really considered them to be nourishing. There are so many ways we can nourish ourselves. 
We can nourish ourselves mentally, emotionally, physically, through food, through exercise, through meditation, through writing, through creativity, through any kind of hobby, reading, music, so many ways, but hundreds of ways I probably haven't even listed. And I want you to think about where are you neglecting these activities? And a really big question is, do you neglect these activities during the winter months? I know that for me personally, the winter is a really fun time. I love, I love Christmas. I love this season. I prefer it when it's cold. So that's also really lovely. I love all the twinkly lights. I wish we had snow. We don't. I love seeing the excitement in my child's face and how it, because he still believes in Santa. So that's really exciting. Or at least we believe he still believes in Santa. I love all the food. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. And then my birthday is in January and my son's birthday is in February. So by the time we get to the end of winter, I feel like we've had so much fun and we've had so many different festivities. But with all these festivities can also come neglect. Right, I can neglect myself during these times because I'm busy and I'm doing all these things and I'm thinking about everybody else and I've got a to-do list the length of my arm. And because of that, sometimes I will not nourish myself. I don't rest or I will find myself hustling through these things and not really stopping to engage with people or stopping to really enjoy the things that I actually love. It feels like it can be such a rush. So the next question I want to ask you is what practical steps can you take to nourish and nurture yourself each day? What practical steps can I take to nourish and nurture myself each day? And during this season, when it's busier and colder, for some of you, it's, you know, the weather's just not fun at all. I want you to ask yourself, what would feel joyful and easy this season? Right? Over the next three months, December, January, and February, in my business, what would feel joyful and easy this season? Ask yourself, what is my passion craving right now? The final journal prompt I have for you around this season is, what would allow me to experience the joy of this season without dishonoring my boundaries? What would allow me to experience the joy of this season without dishonoring my boundaries? And I feel like that is a really big, meaty question, a really big prompt. And it may take some time and some thoughts, and it may be really uncomfortable. I also think that this could be applied to any season. I think this could be applied across the year. 
What would allow me to experience the joy of this season without dishonoring my boundaries? You could ask yourself, what would allow me to experience the joy of this launch without dishonoring my boundaries? What would allow me to experience the joy of this vacation without dishonoring my boundaries? There are so many ways in which we let our boundaries down. We, we, we don't let them down. <laughs> they fall down. We, we let them melt. That's the way I like to visualize it because I don't think for any of us who have created or any of you who have created boundaries within your business, your personal, professional life, you know how hard it is to do that. It can be really hard to create boundaries, especially with people and especially with ourselves. And so I don't think we let them fall down easily. I think it can be a gradual process. And it's when I think about it, when I visualize it, it's almost like they just melt away, right? It's like, you know, like ice and the sun is out and they just melt away. And we sometimes don't even notice it. And often we won't notice it until it's too late, right? All of a sudden we're thinking, why the hell am I feeling like this? What is happening? Why don't I have any time? Why do I feel so stressed or overwhelmed? So I encourage you to take this final journal prompt with you into the season, right? What would allow me to experience the joy of this season without dishonoring my boundaries? I have other questions that I've been using with in the Outlaw Collective. I also used these questions, kind of like quick fire journal prompts in our final workshop of the year, which I held at the end of November. And so I've decided I'm going to take all of these prompts and this quick fire round and I'm going to put it into um, a little package with the nurture tracker so that you can use this over the holiday season, over the winter months. You can use these journal prompts, you can check in with yourself, you can track your self-nurturing and you can really, really embrace what you need, right? I, 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 calling this season, the season of knowing what you need, right? The season of knowing what you need. Really, really important. So thank you for joining me for today's episode. I really enjoy doing these episodes where I can bring you journal prompts and kind of approach things in a slightly different way. Of course, that's just what I love. Um, we have another few episodes before the end of 2021. Next week and the following weeks, the last two episodes of this year, we're actually going to be sharing replays, a replay of my favorite episode that I've ever recorded and a replay of the most popular episode that we've ever recorded. So stay tuned for both of those. So we will still have new episodes dropping over the, the Christmas break, over the winter break, but we'll be back with brand new episodes from January. So I'm going to take this moment to say that if you celebrate Christmas, I hope you have a wonderful Christmas. Um, I hope that you're able to use these journal prompts during the next few weeks and months. And I'm really, really looking forward to seeing and hearing what your goals are, what your intentions are, 
what your word of the year is. I know it's that time of year where we'll all be sharing those kinds of things with each other online. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what everyone's doing over the festive break and over the winter months. I know that for me, I will definitely be slowing down over the coming days and weeks. I am taking just over two weeks off um, and I will be kind of back in the office in early January. I'm really looking forward to what is coming in 2022. I have lots of ideas, but I'm not I'm not making any real commitments to anything right now because I want to spend the next couple of weeks when I'm off and I'm resting, I want to spend a lot of time journaling and thinking about my business and the success that we've had so far with planning by the moon it has been everything I hoped. And I'm really looking forward to continuing publishing in 2022, maybe adding some other fun (laughs) stationary themed things into my business. There is a hint there, Um, but I do not have an exact roadmap yet. And I'm absolutely okay with that, which I wouldn't have been a year ago. So I am really, really, really looking forward to seeing what you're all up to. And please make sure that you are coming over to Instagram, follow both Entrepreneurial Outlaws and myself for updates. Um, I do share different content on both those feeds. So we give, we share three episodes, three episodes, sorry, three posts every single week for the episodes. Um, And we talk about the content and the thoughts that I have around each of these episodes over on Entrepreneurial Outlaws. And then on my own personal Instagram account, I share a lot about the moon cycle and it's much more witchy. So you can follow me on both, follow me on one, follow me on either. Um, Make sure you check out the show notes for the links for Planning by the Moon. As I said, you can still order your copy. Um, It has been the most wonderful process of creating and launching this most recent book. I'm so excited to start seeing people receive their copy and using it. I have been loving using mine. So if you head over to my Instagram, you'll see me sharing lots of videos and and ways in which I've been using Planning by the Moon. And I think that's it for me today. So this is, as I said, the last new episode of 2021. The next couple of weeks, we'll be replaying best of episode, um, most downloaded episode, and then my most, my favorite episode to record. So you can expect those over winter break. I will be back with a brand new episode in January and I will see you then. So until next time, Outlaws. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Entrepreneurial Outlaws. If you see yourself as an entrepreneurial outlaw and enjoyed this episode, would you do me a small favor? It would mean the absolute world to me if you could take a moment to subscribe to the show and leave a rating and review. By leaving a review, you are helping me to grow our outlaw community and together we can show other entrepreneurs that breaking the rules can actually be good for business. Don't forget, you can find the show notes for today's episode along with any of the links that I mentioned on my website at melanienights.com forward slash podcast. And if we're not already virtual besties, you can come and hang out with me on Instagram. 
I am the one with the country music playing, the lukewarm coffee in my hand, and I'm dishing the dough on how we can make entrepreneurship more inclusive and transparent. Plus, I'll probably send you some fun gifts. So until next time, Outlaws, 